chapters ten through thirteen of the second letter of paul to the corinthians from the new testament in modern speech translated by richard francis weymouth this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by mark penfold chapter ten but as for me paul i entreat you by the gentleness and self-forgetfulness of christ i who when among you have not an imposing personal presence but when absent am fearlessly outspoken in dealing with you i beseech you not to compel me when present to make a bold display of the confidence with which i reckon i shall show my courage against some who reckon that we are guided by worldly principles for though we are still living in the world it is no worldly warfare that we are waging the weapons with which we fight are not human weapons but are mighty for god in overthrowing strong fortresses for we overthrow arrogant reckonings and every stronghold that towers high in defiance of the knowledge of god and we carry off every thought as if into slavery into subjection to christ while we hold ourselves in readiness to punish every act of disobedience as soon as ever you as a church have fully shown your obedience is it outward appearances you look to if any man is confident as regards himself that he specially belongs to christ let him consider again and reflect that just as he belongs to christ so also do we if however i were to boast more loudly of our apostolic authority which the lord has given us that we may build you up not pull you down i should have no reason to feel ashamed let it not seem as if i wanted to frighten you by my letters for they say his letters are authoritative and forcible but his personal presence is unimpressive and as for eloquence he has none let such people take this into their reckoning that whatever we are in word by our letters when absent the same are we also in act when present for we have not the courage to rank ourselves among or compare ourselves with certain persons distinguished by their self-commendation yet they are not wise measuring themselves as they do by one another and comparing themselves with one another we however will not exceed due limits in our boasting but will keep within the limits of the sphere which god has assigned to us as a limit which reaches even to you for there is no undue stretch of authority on our part as though it did not extend to you we pressed on even to corinth and were the first to proclaim to you the good news of the christ we do not exceed our due limits and take credit for other men's labors but we entertain the hope that as your faith grows we shall gain promotion among you still keeping within our own sphere promotion to a larger field of labor and shall tell the good news in the districts beyond you not boasting in another man's sphere about work already done by him but whoever boasts let his boast be in the lord for it is not the man that commends himself who is really approved but he whom the lord commends chapter eleven i wish you could have borne with a little foolish boasting on my part nay do bear with me i am jealous over you with god's own jealousy for i have betrothed you to christ to present you to him like a faithful bride to her one husband but i am afraid that as the serpent in his craftiness deceived eve so your minds may be led astray from their single-heartedness and their fidelity to christ 
if indeed some visitor is proclaiming among you another jesus whom we did not proclaim or if you are receiving a spirit different from the one you have already received or a good news different from that which you have already welcomed your toleration is admirable why i reckon myself in no respect inferior to those superlatively great apostles and if in the matter of speech i am no orator yet in knowledge i am not deficient nay we have in every way made that fully evident to you is it a sin that i abased myself in order for you to be exalted in that i proclaimed god's good news to you without fee or reward other churches i robbed receiving pay from them in order to do you service and when i was with you and my resources failed there was no one to whom i became a burden for the brethren when they came from macedonia fully supplied my wants and i kept myself from being in the least a burden to you and will do so still christ knows that it is true when i say that i will not be stopped from boasting of this anywhere in greece and why because i do not love you god knows that i do but i will persist in the same line of conduct in order to cut the ground from under the feet of those who desire an opportunity of getting themselves recognized as being on a level with us in the matters about which they boast for men of this stamp are sham apostles dishonest workmen assuming the garb of apostles of christ and no wonder satan their master can disguise himself as an angel of light it is therefore no great thing for his servants also to disguise themselves as servants of righteousness their end will be in accordance with their actions to return to what i was saying let no one suppose that i am foolish or if you must at any rate make allowance for me as being foolish in order that i as well as they may boast a little what i am now saying i do not say by the lord's command but as a fool in his folly might in this reckless boasting since many boast for merely human reasons why too will boast wise as you yourselves are you find pleasure in tolerating fools for you tolerate it if any one enslaves you lives at your expense makes off with your property gives himself airs or strikes you on the face i use the language of self-disparagement as though i were admitting our own feebleness yet for whatever reason any one is courageous i speak in mere folly i also am courageous are they hebrews so am i are they israelites so am i are they descendants of abraham so am i are they servants of christ i speak as if i were out of my mind much more am i his servant serving him more thoroughly than they by my labors and more thoroughly also by my imprisonments by excessively cruel floggings and with risk of life many a time from the jews i five times have received forty lashes all but one three times i have been beaten with roman rods once i have been stoned three times i have been shipwrecked once for full four-and-twenty hours i was floating on the open sea i have served him by frequent travelling amid dangers in crossing rivers dangers from robbers dangers from my own countrymen dangers from the gentiles dangers in the city dangers in the desert dangers by sea dangers from spies in our midst with labor and toil with many a sleepless night in hunger and thirst in frequent fastings in cold and with insufficient clothing 
<sighs> and besides other things which i pass over there is that which presses on me daily my anxiety for all the churches who is weak and i am not weak who is led astray into sin and i am not aflame with indignation if boast i must it shall be of things which display my weakness the god and father of our lord jesus christ he who is blessed throughout the ages knows that i am speaking the truth in damascus the governor under king eratus kept guards at the gates of the city in order to apprehend me but through an opening in the wall i was let down in a basket and so escaped his hands chapter twelve i am compelled to boast it is not a profitable employment but i will proceed to visions and revelations granted me by the lord i know a christian man who fourteen years ago whether in the body i do not know or out of the body i do not know god knows was caught up this man of whom i am speaking even to the highest heaven and i know that this man whether in the body or apart from the body i do not know god knows was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable things which no human being is permitted to repeat of such a one i will boast but of myself i will not boast except in my weaknesses if however i should choose to boast i should not be a fool for so doing for i should be speaking the truth but i forbear lest any one should be led to estimate me more highly than what his own eyes attest or more highly than what he hears from my lips and judging by the stupendous grandeur of the revelations therefore lest i should be over-elated there has been sent to me like the agony of impalement satan's angel dealing blow after blow lest i should be over-elated as for this three times have i besought the lord to rid me of him but his reply has been my grace suffices for you for power matures in weakness most gladly therefore will i boast of my infirmities rather than complain of them in order that christ's power may overshadow me in fact i take pleasure in infirmities in the bearing of insults in distress in persecutions in grievous difficulties for christ's sake for when i am weak then i am strong it is foolish of me to write all this but you have compelled me to do so why you ought to have been my vindicators for in no respect have i been inferior to these superlatively great apostles even though in myself i am nothing the signs that characterize the true apostle have been done among you accompanied by unwearied fortitude and by tokens and marvels and displays of power in what respect therefore have you been worse dealt with than other churches except that i myself never hung as a dead weight upon you forgive the injustice i thus did you see i am now for the third time prepared to visit you but i will not be a dead weight to you i desire not your money but yourselves for children ought not to put by for their parents but parents for their children and as for me most gladly will i spend all i have and be utterly spent for your salvation if i love you so intensely am i the less to be loved be that as it may i was not a burden to you but being by no means scrupulous i entrapped you they say have i gained any selfish advantage over you through any one of the messengers i have sent to you i begged titus to visit you and sent our other brother with him 
did titus gain any selfish advantage over you were not he and i guided by one and the same spirit and did not we walk in the same steps you are imagining all this time that we are making our defense at your bar in reality it is as in god's presence and in communion with christ that we speak but dear friends it is all with a view to your progress in goodness for i am afraid that perhaps when i come i may not find you to be what i desire and that you may find me to be what you do not desire that perhaps there may be contention jealousy bitter feeling party spirit ill-natured talk backbiting undue eulogy unrest and that upon revisiting you i may be humbled by my god in your presence and may have to mourn over many whose hearts still cling to their old sins and who have not repented of the impurity fornication and gross sensuality of which they have been guilty chapter thirteen this intended visit of mine is my third visit to you on the evidence of two or three witnesses every charge shall be sustained those who cling to their old sins and indeed all of you i have forewarned and still forewarn as i did on my second visit when present so i do now though absent that when i come again i shall not spare you since you want a practical proof of the fact that christ speaks by my lips he who is not feeble towards you but powerful among you for though it is true that he was crucified through weakness yet he now lives through the power of god we also are weak sharing his weakness but with him we shall be full of life to deal with you through the power of god test yourselves to discover whether you are true believers put your own selves under examination or do you not know that jesus christ is within you unless you are insincere but i trust that you will recognize that we are not insincere and our prayer to god is that you may do nothing wrong not in order that our sincerity may be demonstrated but that you may do what is right even though our sincerity may seem to be doubtful for we have no power against the truth but only for the furtherance of the truth and it is a joy to us when we are powerless but you are strong this we also pray for the perfecting of your characters for this reason i write thus while absent that when present i may not have to act severely in the exercise of the authority which the lord has given me for building up and not for pulling down finally brethren be joyful secure perfection of character take courage be of one mind live in peace and then god who gives love and peace will be with you salute one another with a holy kiss all god's people here send greetings to you may the grace of the lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with you all the end of chapters 10 through 13 and the end of the second letter of paul to the corinthians from the new testament in modern speech translated by richard francis weymouth recording by mark penfold